Mooney is coward and he knows it, and he should be on every wanted sign in the world. And he has a great taste in decor, but don't tell him that. We fought him, and it was really cool, and we were really good, and Ricky was the fastest draw I've ever seen, and then he just boofed away. Why are you order? Thanks, Celia, I needed that. <sighs> the good thing is, the Pokemon are safe. <laughs> Come on, Celia, let's go wrangle up the herd. Time for a rootin' tootin' victory lap. Who's the big bad cowpoke in this cave now, huh? Not your cat! Moony schmoony. Beans. I got a lot of beans. There's a little bit of beans. Let's build the beans. Welcome to Build a Beans Workshop. Ew! Build a Beans Workshop. What would you put inside the bean? You for pick the, the bean and the sauce, and we go on and cook it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my question though. At, at Build a Bean Workshop, is it sort of like, um, like, is, is instead of a teddy bear, is it like you're filling a can of beans? So, you know, you're, you're picking the label instead of the little clothes, instead of the oh. stuffing and the heart. It's like, you know, the beans and, and the like little the piece first, of bacon. The first bean inside the, the jar you put the wish in. That's yeah, 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 you put you put the wish bean at the, the bottom of the bean. at the bottom of the can. Bean. There's a garbanzo bean you put in there. Yeah. In the bottom. That's the wish bean. And then you pick the flavor. Cinder vent. Yes, I like it. Yeah. Viscosity of the bean. That's true. Yes. Uh yeah. Viscosity is a huge part that people <laughs> overlook. And it's just you know, you know what really grinds my beans is when you don't pay attention to the bean <laughs> viscosity, okay? Oh my gosh. It's a big part of the bean mouthfeel, and it, a lot of people aren't talking about the viscosity. It's not talking about it. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. But yeah, the sauce. That's that's yeah. a big easy can design can jar. Can if jar, you yeah. want one that you need a can opener or like the snap lid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who are we but. Yeah, that's like the hat. But yeah, no, for the for little labels, you know, instead instead of like a hoodie for a stuffed bear, because <laughs> who cares about those, honestly? What I'm here for is to pick my bean can label. Or your bean can koozie if it's a holiday. Ooh. <laughs> Galaxy Brain <laughs> Bean Can Koozies. I finally oh have a God. brand and a marketable merch. Oh my God. Thank you, Sarah. That's it. You're welcome. Let me just log That's on covered. to. That's your kid's college oh, education gosh. right there. there we right go. there. Boom. Whoo, boy. I got I don't. Can we reschedule? I got a lot to do tonight. You're like, oh, I got to. Yeah, I, can't, I actually can't record tonight, guys. I got to so sign. Something came up. It's urgent. Oh, man. That's great. Holy cats. Great. Oh, the cats. The cats are holy. They're wearing little priest uniforms. Holy meows. All right. <laughs> Segway. So where we left off, uh, y'all had uh, thoroughly spanked Angel Mooney in a fight in his uh, newly refurbished living room, mm -hmm. uh, which has now got a coffee-stained couch in it. He did narrowly escape after y'all defeated most of his Pokemon. He teleported out of there with his Zatu, and y'all are now um, kind of just giving the whole place another once over, trying to figure out what's going on. See if you can figure out if he's still anywhere in the vicinity or if he's gone, gone, and figuring out what you're going to do with this here herd. So where we left off, y'all were looking at the little hidey hole down there in the caverns that Pearl had noticed earlier, and you were just kind of checking that out. 
so what would y'all like to do now? She looks down the hidey hole. You're Echoes a little bit. What do you guys think? Should I go for it? Uh, yeah, I, I believe that's a good call. I, I don't know what's down there, but I sure, I sure can't fit. Now with this hat on, and he takes a big old <laughs> cowboy hat. How about this? Maybe you tie a lasso around my waist just in case something happens, and two yanks means you pull me, pull me, yank me through. Oh, that sounds good. You know what, Pearl? Pearl, can we make a little game out of this? I haven't, I haven't been, haven't been having sure. much. Of my lasso. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try to lasso you. Yeah. Try to get away. Okay. Be sure to zigzag. Okay, well, right. okay, here I go. I feel like she trips. <laughs> <laughs> but I will roll for it. All right. What do yeah. I do? What do I roll? I think you need to uh, roll to hit, Ricky Jones. Ooh, okay. What is my modifier to that? I believe it's dexterity with proficiency. Ooh. Pearl just is whispering, zigzag, zigzag. Serpentine, serpentine. Serpentine. <laughs> uh, that is a 10, not fantastic. What is your dex modifier? It is a plus one. Just barely misses. She's got the AC of 11. Ooh. Uh, so the 10, she, oh. she just jukes right out of the way of the lasso. So you, she rounded up and she continues. She's At this point, I think Pearl is just running around all of the like underground corrals here. <laughs> Doing whatever she's doing, but I, th- I think that it, this has now turned into a mini game. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, as Ricky throws the first lasso, you see him kind of a twink. Oh, oh, yep, the back. Yep. Oh, I didn't do my, my rancher stretches this morning. I'm a bit sore. Sorry about that. Let me go ahead and try that again. <laughs> it's like whack a pearl. <laughs> so, Ricky, what you get on this next roll as Pearl's running about the place? Oh, Pearl, here it comes. Not rolling so hot tonight. 13. It's okay. These ones don't really are super critical, so get them out. <laughs> That's true. That's right? true. Yeah. You already finished the big boss fight, so now it's like, meh. Woohoo! I'm short for my age, but I got energy! <laughs> As the rope uh, wraps around you. I shouldn't have gave you that double coffee. Woohoo! I'm co- it's coursing through my veins! <laughs> As I sip on my actual real-life large McDonald's coffee. Pearl, you have been lassoed. What? A 13 hits. Oh... I got you. I still got it. Sort of. Wow, this is how it feels. Walking the life of a Tauros. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Well done. Well done. Well, this feel, feels nice. And she, like, you know, scooches it over her arms and, and kind of gets that little safety net waist rope. Yes, you've now got your, your security lasso for whatever your spelanking is. You were, you were tied in. Hey, uh, Ricky, pull, pull on the rope. Okay, uh, I pull it taut. Actually, I think she I'm going to... leans back. <laughs> And does the Titanic a little bit, but just kind of reverse. Well, actually forward. She leans forward and does the Titanic. She goes, I'm queen of the world. Going back to like a really old, old episode that maybe never aired. It was a joke that maybe I had with Jonah when we first tested this idea. (laughs) 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 That that was something Pearl did on the ship like every now and then. Way back when. Way back when. (laughs) Ricky lets go for like an inch. So like you like fall forward just a little bit. Yes. I love it. Big uncle energy. See that there, Luca? That's a prank. That's a good prank right there. <laughs> that's oh, good that's goof. A little prank. Yeah, it's a good goof. Hey, Luca, a spinner rack's on your shoulder. He just looks at his shoulder. Da. Yeah, yeah gotcha. that's a good try. That's a good try. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right, Pearl, if you're going to go in, I'm going to actually tie the end of this to baloney because baloney is far stronger than I am, but I will keep a hand on it, and if you tug twice, I'm going to give baloney a good old spank. You come flying out. Okay, cool. Nice. I feel good about this. Great. So you start making your way down the tunnel into the darkness. As you are going into the tunnel, uh, very quickly emerging from the shadows, there's a <laughs> to try to spook you. What the heck? Mikey? Pranked! <laughs> oh! 
Pearl, he got us. That Luca there got us pretty good. I see. I'm done shivering in my britches. Luca, I'm not gonna play it easy anymore now, okay? Cause that did make me scream a little bit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> Guess that. Hey, Mikey, fix my hair. Okay. And he just starts to mess with it. Yeah, he says, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he fades back into the shadows. This is me. And then she starts to walk. <laughs> okay, you start going in the tunnel. <laughs> Are you just uh, going in this little spot just in the dark? Yeah. Nice. It gets very dark very quick to the point where you can barely, barely see anything. Ah, Coco. Pigotti. Chick, chick. Pull down the ears. <laughs> Coco begins glowing uh, from his tail once more. In true uh, Gigantamax Pikachu fashion, just that tail lighting straight up. Big nice. chunky boy with that Thanks, light Coco. up tail. And she gives him another cookie. He accepts. You're really good in the fight. I'm proud of you. Pikachu. Okay, focus. <laughs> so y'all make your way down into this tunnel, and it actually gets pretty narrow and pretty small before widening out again. And as you come into a bit more of a cavern, it's not even like the size of the bedroom area that y'all were in earlier. But as you look around, it seems as though there's like some trash, maybe some, you know, just little knickknacks, doodads here and there. It looks like there's a little like cat bed. Weird. Oh, gross, gross. This is where the Meowth was living. Gross. Pikachu. I mean, Coconut just goes over and, like, kicks the cat bed. Yeah, gross. Ew. Probably, like, fish food and, like, tuna. <laughs> you and, did... I, and that's coming from me. I lived on the, on the seas. Like, I mean, get some mahi-mahi, folks. <laughs> uh, but as you're looking around, you do, uh, I mean, there's just, like, a bunch of random-looking stuff in here. Looks like it's just kind of various bits and bobs that this Meowth had nabbed from different places and things. Hmm. Collector. Presto! She throws something and just kind of express something to happen, and it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you throw some piece of junk in a cave. Um, I look around and see if there's anything kind of cool or valuable, or I don't know anything that could give me any clue to um, this team a little bit more. Great, go ahead and give me an investigation. You want to look at Coco? Why would you, you know, like, the upstairs is way nicer. Like, that just shows to me, what is this Meowth thinking? Like, what? Pikachu. Yeah, I don't know either. 15. So with a 15, you find uh, a few treasures here in the Meowth's little den. You find three specific items that uh, seem to be of worth that uh, this Meowth has grabbed. You find an Eviolite, a Razor Claw, and a moonstone. Mm. Are this Meowth's treasures? Uh, what's an Eviolite? Eviolite is an item that you can give to a Pokemon and it will not evolve. Oh. Okay. Do they eat it? Pearl takes a little tink tink with her teeth. <laughs> huh. Tastes like a. Tastes like passion fruit. And just like that, the power and energy and magic leaves the Eviolite now, Pearl. <laughs> That's what got Ash. That's what they don't tell you. That's is that's what, they what don't got tell Ash? You. Ash, right. Ash ate an Eviolite. <laughs> Just like that, ten forever. Look at I was playing. I was playing at Pearl's eleventh birthday, but nope, there it goes. Oh, I never have a. Better birthday. cancel now because otherwise you won't get your deposit back. Pearl yeah. just listened. You cannot to that. get your deposit back. <laughs> I gotta cancel the bouncy house. Uh -huh. Pearl just looks into the fourth wall camera and she goes, 
what is birthday cake? <laughs> and then, uh, okay, so Pokemon will not evolve. Have I ever had a birthday? Um, <laughs> okay, then Razor Claw. Is that like a TM? Uh, no, Razor Claw is an item. Whoa, a Pikachu, be careful with that. He just like shocks it and it doesn't do anything because it's just it's a like claw. It's really sharp. It's a very, very sharp claw. It's like a claw, Coco. Hey, do you want a little scalp massage with it? <laughs> and then she tries to do it. And he kind of like runs. Okay, I'll try that mine. And she tries to do a little scalp massage. Okay, give me a dexterity check. Okay. Oh, wow. It's, uh, it's a seven. You scratch yourself a little bit. Oh, okay. That was a bad idea. Sorry, bad mom move. <laughs> and what does that do? Razor Claw is an evolution item for a certain Pokemon. You could give me a history check, perhaps, or a nature check, if you wanted to see if Pearl has any idea what sure. this is. Yeah. History or nature, or do I get to pick? Or I pick one. Tell me how you do it, and you can pick. Huh? I think this reminds me of some kind of claw I've seen on another Pokemon. Nature check. <laughs> eight. <laughs> With an eight, you just see that it very vaguely looks like one of Elle's claws. Oh, okay, cool. I bet Luca would like this. Uh, and then she picks up the Moonstone. Moonstone. Does Pearl have any idea what it is? I, Sarah, do. So I would like for... I don't know, but I could be wrong. I think I remember you saying what it does a long time ago. I like to imagine that Coco picks it up. And we just start playing catch back and forth. (laughs) This is fun. Hot potato, one potato. You potato, me potato. (laughs) And she kind of goes back and forth. But I will make a check of some kind. Great. Hold on, Coco. One second. Let me look at this a little closer. And he's just like, pass me the ball. You pass the rock. <laughs> yeah. Pass me the rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think she might like hold it for a second and then use the light of Coco's tail to try to like see through it, maybe. Mm. You can't see through it or as you're looking get, at it. See it better. See it better. Yeah. See it closer. The only thing that you can really tell about it is that it doesn't look dissimilar from the uh, meteorite chunk. That you saw in Tremella Town, but this is probably something to do with some kind of Pokemon or something. Cool. Well, I am a Pokepologist, so I'm going to put all this in my pockets. Pokepologist, Poke Pockets. Poke Pockets. Great. Uh, but that seems to be pretty much everything of note, of worth in this otherwise uh, cave o trash. Gross. And I think she takes the Meowth's bed. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. It's got a very cat-like smell. Ew! And then she wants to, like, try to prank them on her way out with it. Try to prank who? <laughs> like Good Ricky guys. and Luca? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Tell me, how, how, how do you prank with cat bed? I think she wants to try to make it look like, it, like, okay, Coco, if you run out of the cave first, screaming, and, like, saying, like, ah! Run, everybody, run! And then I come out, and this mattress is, like, the size of me. So, like, if I make it look like it's, like, alive and, like, a big mouth and folded, like, I think they'll be freaked out. Okay, it sounds really fun, right? Okay, okay, you go first. And I like to imagine we walk back and, like, we enact the plan. Roll deception with advantage. Ooh, pranking. 
So anyway, Luca, I'm telling you, there's so many ways that you can cook a can of beans. It doesn't just have to be in a pot on on a stove. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, you have to really. Yeah, you know. What, I've I've, uh, I've actually heard that. What's that, that, that sound? You hear that? Oh, I, is that is that Choo. coconut? Choo. And he just slapped Baloney's behind. And Pearl rolls a 20. <laughs> Luca immediately throws out Tufus and says, Tufus, water gun that! <laughs> Pearl, that is a natural 18 to hit. Okay! Oh, no. And Pearl just starts to say, look, You will eat dog cat hair. Ah! And she gets... <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I slapped Baloney's butt to make Baloney charge. Ah! And Pearl is tied to baloney. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting wild. I love it. Pearl, that is 13 points of water damage <laughs> as you just get like blasted backward. Boom. And now she's just starting to ride baloney and like she flipped the mattress backwards so it's catching air. <laughs> wow! Guys! And she goes, This is an air drive! It's me! It was a prank! You guys should have seen yourself! <laughs> oh no, baloney, baloney, come on, come on. It's okay, calm down. And then she um, somehow, while he slows down, she scooches the mattress on her butt and he just kind of parades her back in. <laughs> yeah, you just she sort scooches. of like ride it and you yeah, skid around. She scooches back in. Hi guys, that was hilarious. You guys really freaked out and she's drying herself off. Good prank. Good prank. Thanks. That was a pretty good prank. Yeah, you, you got us. And to take a hit <laughs> for it too. That's that's commitment to the prank. Oh yeah, totally. Luca, you are, you'll learn something from her. I know. Look, if there's one thing Pearl knows how to do, it's commit to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, speaking of things I know how to do, I'm a pokeologist. So let me show you what I found. Okay, so this is an uh, I can give like the real names, yeah. Yeah. This is an Eviolite, and it's something oh, that yeah. helps Pokemon that won't evolve, evolve. This is a Razor Claw. It is super sharp. Don't use Ooh, it on yeah. your head or your scalp, but your Pokemon will love it. Every single one of them because it helps with like all the types of moves and the rocks and like anything that like is like a cha-cha move. That is good for this. And then this is um, a moonstone, mm, and yeah. it's really good for catch, and it does reflect the moon. So if you're looking to clear your complexion, it's really good if you put it in a bucket of water by your bed at night and let the moon reflection revolve. But then also it's really good for nutrition for your Pokemon because sometimes they're low in moonstone. Sometimes they're low. They're sometimes they're low in moon iron because iron from the moon vitamin helps moon is what we call it on yeah, the yeah, 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 moon. Yep. Yeah, 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 it helps the blood flow. So that's why we sleep underneath the stars quite a bit on on the range. Plus, I don't think yeah. any of that is correct about the Boonstone, but I yeah, no, it. no, it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she, I like to imagine she has her little lab coat, and like for a second it says goop, but then she flips it and it does say pokeologist. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for the adults. Well, hey, you know what? I, that's it. Can't argue with that coat. <laughs> I sure ain't a Pokeologist. I'm just a lonely rancher. I figured it was really good that I found three because we all fought, you know, Mooney, and maybe we could all share one. Or, like, you know, you guys pick one that you want. Yeah, so, well, th thanks, Pearl. Yeah, totally. Pokeologist slash in this together, you know? But I'm glad I could just give you the descriptions so you can pick accurately, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. 100%. Totally. It's really important to choose wisely. I don't have any preference, though. 
Well, uh, Ricky, do you do you care either way? No, no, that's fine. In fact, I, I, I don't need, that's fine. You don't need to gift me one of those pearls. I, I, I don't have much use for them, um, although that moonstone is awfully rare. Don't go, don't go play and catch with that. Oh. Uh, those, are, those are hard to come by. What? Okay. You see Bluetooth is like peering over Ricky's shoulder lots. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ricky, if that's cool with you, but I, I just want you to know you did part of the job. You want this cat bed? It's disgusting. Now that is something that I would love because I am constantly really? sleeping on rocks. Yes, my, <laughs> my bedroll is in tatters and I have not had a chance. Does it smell like a cat? Right. Because one of my third favorite smells. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Wow, what is the first and the second? I need to know. Let me guess. One, beans. Yeah, of course, beans. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But two, I'm stumped. I don't know. I don't know what two is. Uh, actually, stumps, oddly enough. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, earthy, earthy. Like a like a freshly cut stump or like yeah. a, like a old mossy stump. That's really refined. Am I going to uh, uh, and she gets a little nervous and she pulls out Celie. Am I going to like stop liking the smell of like sweet stuff when I become an adult? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I can't handle that, Celie. What if we don't like ice cream anymore? <laughs> what if we don't like ice cream anymore? And she starts shaking her. As Luke is like, you're going to have a very advanced palate. Oh, gosh, Haley, keep me grounded, okay? And then Ricky goes, ice cream? Oh, no, I can't. I have one scoop of that, and I get a cavity, and it just upsips my stomach. Boy, when I was your age, I love ice cream, but, yeah, it just hit a certain age where I just couldn't. Ricky. Being old is terrible. Yeah, it is, but, yeah. Fiscal responsibility. <laughs> Pearl hears thousands of mirrors shattering behind her, <laughs> and she looks at the EVO light again for herself, and she thinks about it. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe this birthday is worth the price. <laughs> you don't happen to have ice cream on you because I break out in hives now ever since I ate. Yeah, I can't even be close to sweets. Um, Sealy? Uh, you don't have any on. And she she sucks Sealy up if she's like sucking up, <laughs> like just like casually eating an ice cream. <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. Hey, uh, also <laughs> Pearl, yeah. Pearl. Uh, yeah. One last thing yeah. to know. Gotcha. That's a prank. I love sweets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh! I was really dreading my birthday there for a second. Oh, I got him! Oh, man, the prank game is strong today. Whoa! If I segmented my life into you know thirty-two hour chunks, I would just call this pranky prank prankster. (laughs) It's a weird way to chunk it, don't you think? It's a weird way to think about your life, Luca. (laughs) Okay, let me write a let me write a postcard really quick. Hold on, everyone. (laughs) You know she has to do this every few hours. (laughs) It's like journaling. Okay, so back to this. Luca, what do you want? Uh, yeah, with natural 17, he's like, you know, uh, actually, I think that I could use the razor claw, so if you don't mind. No. That would be very cool. Cool. Well, I guess I'll just hang on to this other stuff, and Ricky, if you change your mind, just let me know, okay? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Cool, 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 cool. Are any of my Pokemon, like, attracted to the Moonstone? Like, was Pika, was uh, Coconut attracted to it? None of your Pokemon that you have with you, uh seem to be particularly drawn to the moonstone. Cool. Um, well, guys, I think we should maybe check the upstairs a little bit more just to make sure there's nothing. I mean, I think he's he hightailed it out of here. I think the herd's pretty safe, don't you? I, I don't know why he would have come back down here. I don't know. What do you think, Ricky? Yeah, I was afraid maybe he had vanished with the herd, but it seems that's not the case, as you said, Pearl. So maybe uh, maybe going back to his little abode may un. un- on uh, a word that I can't think of, 
uncover oh. is the word. Ah. Uh, some more yes. clues as to the mystery in front of us. Yeah, like Dr. Nargo. What? Lafargo. What? Dr. Rouge. The guy who had the really creepy voice. Oh, Il Drago? Yeah! Oh, yeah, yeah. Il Drago. See, I thought you were trying to say, like, Dr. Zhivago. Like, I didn't... Um, and then she asks Sealy maybe to just, like, stand watch of the herd. Hey. Order. Hey there, partner. Order, order. Uh, it's not always easy out here on, on the open terrain. Or, or, or. As Seely says, don't I know it. So why don't you just sit back, relax, you know, eat some cream, uh, you know, chill out here, and just l- give us a good ort if anything happens, okay? Or, 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 or. You feel good? Or. Okay. That's a great idea. Do you mind if I uh, uh, add one to the party? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bluetooth. Are you me? Why loves yeah. company. Bluetooth, why don't you stick around? I know that you can have a pretty shrill voice, so if something happens, you go ahead and let out a little screech. Yeah, you can go ahead and sing, too, if you want. You know, a little Bluetooth. You got some songs in you. Oh, not till we're gone. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Plug your ears. Let's go. Otherwise, we'll take a Run, Pearl. Run, Luca. Let's go. Yeah. Ah, Mikey, you stay down there. Cool. You get further away, Lucas. Like, yeah, you know, I figured that you know, Mikey could just go through the wall or something. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, you just go straight up. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of the Kukachu, Ricky Jones? The Kukachu? I don't think that that particular it's dance craze really has uh, swept the nation dance. yet. Okay, well, you know what, Luca? It's people like you because this dance craze <laughs> hasn't swept the nation. So let's be real. Oh, by the way, there's a spinner rack on your shoulder. Boop. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, that's the best I've got so far. Ah. <laughs> cool. I think we had our way back upstairs. <laughs> Great. Uh, so you go back up the stairs. Uh, you go into the equipment room that you were in earlier. You then walk through the busted door uh, into the bedroom. Hold what on. are y'all trying Hold to look on. at? Yeah. Hold on. We only busted one two doors but not the first door can we please bust the first door yeah oh yeah you want to bust the door into the equipment room from the yeah ricky jones what do you say an old alley-oop that sounds great to me let's go on yeah! get it. <laughs> anime, anime so how do you how do you style. do this one Bling! i think you just throw a 10 year old you just throw the 10 year old <laughs> so that she can drop kick the door yeah pearl make a strength check with advantage hey! With her crowbar in hand. Okay, uh, it's 13. You don't break it, but you do open it. Ha-ha, <laughs> take that! It she was, counts it. <laughs> make a dexterity save, Pearl. Uh-oh. 11. 11? You take four points of just bludgeoning damage. She feels so great. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's how you kick down a door. Am I right, fellas? Finger guns. Yeah. Tufus is very into all of the destruction. Okay, let's find some clues. Let's go sleuthing. Nice. So, uh, where do you want to look around, really? I mean, you, you've pretty much looked through the equipment room and the bedroom. You know, you did a good sweep of the bedroom when y'all were looking for the keys and such. But so, what are y'all? What are y'all looking for? Where are you going? What you thinking? I think just a quick sweep of that main room that we had the battle in, where he was talking to Drogo. Or Drago or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> nice. So both of y'all give me investigation checks. Flat 10. Flat 10? Okay, okay. Uh, 17. As y'all are looking around, 
you do take note of a few things. Ricky, you find some of the more obvious stuff, like uh, as y'all are going around on the same wall that uh, you came in through from the bedroom door further to the um, west side on that same wall, the northern wall is the entrance like from the outside. Uh, you look and you see that there's like a little foyer area and then there is a door that actually goes outside. And do, do you go check out the exterior at all? Or do you just t- take note of the entrance? I think I would eventually, yeah. Once we've s- scanned this this room. But so you note that there is a door there that does seem to lead outside. You can see light uh, coming in through the crack of the door. And then as you are looking around, you're kind of turning the place over some. You find in the fridge, as you are just going through all of his stuff, oh. there are a few bottles of Moo Moo milk. Oh. Which are a health restorative item. That's cool. Mm-hmm. There are five bottles of Moo Moo milk in the fridge. Pearl, you want to take some of this? You uh, did take a water gun straight to the face. Oh, yeah, that's some premium Moo Moo milk. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> My dad used to give this to me all the time. I don't know why. I would wake up, <laughs> and some days, I guess I just, you know... I took a, I took too many adventures, I guess, and my dad was like, "Build up your bones, moo moo milk." You got strong bones. But do you, does anybody got chocolate syrup? I do not. I've got some. I've got some of this, and he reaches behind him into the ether and pulls out a uh, bottle of bean syrup. Let's go ahead and give you a little bit of a bean flavor to the milk. It's nice and good. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mix of home and a mix of the road. Yeah, and adds a bunch of uh, nutri- nutrients to it, too. It's, uh, you know, kind of hard to drink sometimes because it does coagulate. Coagulate uh, <laughs> and velocity. Who are Viscosity? you? Viscosity? Viscosity, yeah. The velocity <laughs> of know. the bean syrup. The velocity in which this milk will coagulate will send you into... Uh, it's terminal. Yeah. <laughs> the velocity terminal. is terminal. Oh, my gosh. She loves it. She definitely, I don't think she drinks it in this exact moment, but she will take one. Yeah. Cool. So, Moo Moo Milk restores 50 HP. Poor job. Oh. Per bottle. Wow. 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 And you found five bottles total of the Moo Moo Milk in the fridge, along with some other various, you know, foodstuffs. But, Ricky, you find those sort of main things uh, that are kind of obvious to point out just, you know, in the in the places that you'd think to look. Pearl, as you were looking around with your 17, you said? With a 17, you are looking around and you find uh, just kind of tucked away in a drawer. Uh, it seems to be a very similar looking um, receipt invoice kind of thing to what you found way, way back when in the warehouse back in Portobello Port seems to be a matching sort of receipt for um, the paperwork and such that you found way early on regarding this Il Drago. Well, at least they're keeping books, she says to herself. Um, and she'll look for an address on the receipts. The ad- that's something that's on receipts in real life, so why not? <laughs> there is not a billing address listed on there but the uh, the shipping address is noted as I don't know what's give me a three digit number Adam I don't know numbers aren't coming to me right now one 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 heat rash heat road. rash yeah. ew 
if Pearl says that uh, address out. <laughs> That's what you get when you have velocity with no viscosity there, Pearl. <laughs> uh, as Pearl says that out loud, uh, you take a mental note of that, Ricky, and you actually figure that if that's the address and you are here, then you are probably somewhere on the Heat Rash Ridge. My word, okay. Which is a uh, higher point of the uh, mountain range uh, here in the Kanoko Range. It was named as such because there used to be a particularly ornery Charizard that lived up here. Sort of, this was its territory way back when, like way long time ago. Uh, So that's how this place got the name. But so you figured that this is where you are. Although this is not like a place with roads. So weird that there's an address on there, I guess. But here we are. Whatever the box is was sent here. I have an idea, but I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to get more than what my investigation check warrants. What is it? I'm trying to see if there is a way I could look into the computer Mm -hmm. that had El Drago in it Mm -hmm. and, like, source where it came from. Like, straight up police files this. I think Mm. we broke it. There was a Pokemon that went flying into it, and the screen is cracked. I will say, with your investigation, it does seem less of like this was its own full-on computer kind of situation, but it was more of like maybe he had some sort of device that he was maybe maybe screen sharing or casting it to. Okay, okay, fair, very fair. Perhaps he had an app on his Poke Gear, but with your seventeen, you do note that in the area where the uh, screen is cracked and such. Uh, I think that seeing it over there and investigating the TV screen leads you to kind of take a little bit more time looking in that area. As you are looking around, uh, surveying the area around this TV, uh, seeing that it was cracked and everything, trying to figure out if you could gather any more information from it specifically, uh, you take a little bit of extra time uh, investigating this area, but you do note that with the bookshelf that is next to this TV that you uh, are, are snooping around, and it seems as though there's some sort of secret room potentially along this wall that oh, you could gain access to. Silly. It's not here. Oh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> she just she does it out of habit. She knows she knows who her gal pal is. Somewhere downstairs in the cave, Seely's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she just says, Nan, she would love this part, and she just starts taking down all the books. A big old sweep of the hand, and she goes, Trink! yeah, just a big old sweep of the hand, and eventually, you don't know which book it is because you just sort of just in mass just take the books off of the shelf, but 10 year old style, you are able to flip a switch so that the secret entrance opens up and you find yourself in what looks to be like a safe room. Guys, 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 guys. Okay. Well, that is. Oh, oh, dang. All right. Wow. It was this book right here. (laughs) Pokeypologist. She just holds up a rated book. It's it's the, uh, the book of, uh, the many suites of Kinoko. Nice, nice. Uh, obviously a decoy because <laughs> this does not seem like a man who would have many books about sweets. But yeah, so y'all y'all go in there and uh, it, totally. Again, it seems like uh, it's very much like a hidden room slash like safe. Uh, you do see that it seems like there's a chest in here and there's some other stuff just uh, kind of scattered around. Oh, other I like open the chest. more intense equipment and stuff. Nice. I want to try to open that chest. The chest does seem to be locked. Crowbar from my good old pal, Ricky Joe. (laughs) Hey, Ricky. Yeah. I'm really, really strong, and I'm 10 years old, but I think the honor should be yours. 
Oh, well, are you sure? Yeah, I kind of got smacked in the face with a ton of water today. You did? Okay, yeah, I, okay. <laughs> I fail. But that was totally worth it. It was a good prank, I tell you what. Okay, uh, I will open up this chest by rolling the dice. Give me a strength check, and you have a plus two on that, as plus this two. is the Ricky Jones crowbar of opening. The dice have spoken. That is a okay. five minus one plus two, so a six. A six? It's really hard to even... Oh, oh my back! Oh, I tried real hard. Oh, <laughs> I should have done the rancher pose this morning, but I didn't. Luca, it's up to you, bud. Yeah, as you uh, as you got to open it. Yeah, seriously, Luca, we're really making it on you for this one. Um... If a, if a grown adult man can't do that, I mean, hold, surely you can. Well, I, how about I try to pick it instead? Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. Interesting, interesting approach there. Yeah. Definitely sleeker, more of a teen route. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coco, you want to help? And so Coconut is going to help Luca try to pick this lock. Luca gets out his lock picking tools. Wow. Goes to open it up. I'm just gonna go over here and stretch a bit. Where did you have those, Luca? How do you think I got into that warehouse? Oh, he was really a delinquent before he met me. He's got—he's really into that teen stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> you should see some of his BJ's, like rock and roll. <laughs> that is a twenty-five for Luca to oh, open that yeah. bad boy, right, and he does. Pick that lock uh, with a little bit of help from Coco, who's like got his nubby little fingers on it, like beep, beep, beep. and picking up on the electromagnetic waves from the from the metal. The way you mechanisms. were doing it was more like no five three, hearing the click. Yep, <laughs> he's got a very big ear just up against it, but it does open. Woo! Good job, fellas. There we go. As Luca opens the chest, there is a good amount of stuff inside. All right. Uh, Straight up treasure chest. Uh, it's like this is a bad guy's hideout <laughs> that didn't get blown up so you can look around after. Well, this is a rarity for us. We did not blow this up and the police have not arrived yet. So this is what I guess could happen if we keep this up. Wow. Riches. This is fantastic. I love looting. <laughs> bad guy places, of course. Uh, obviously, oh, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. bad guy places. And she slowly starts to think about all this, the the rooms she looted from in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I put it in the lost and found. <laughs> After I was done playing with it. A lot of playing in lost and found. So each of y'all, uh, as you open up this chest, there is a bunch of stuff in there. But first of all, everybody give me investigation as well. That's an 18. All right. All 18. right. Coming around, dust coming around. Okay, just a 14 for me. 14. With that, Ricky, you roll 2d8. Pearl, you roll 1d8. And Luca's going to roll a d8. I got 10 total. Uh, what were the individual rolls? Oh, a 6 and a 4. A 6 and a 4? A 6 for me. That was a 6 for Luca, actually. Okay, okay. So, as y'all are looking around, you find a few things here in the chest. You find 30,000 pokey. In assorted money and also jewels and things. <gasps> then you also, between the three of you, you find a pair of black glasses, an assault vest, and an eject button, which are all Pokemon held items. <laughs> okay. And then each of you finds one or two consumable items as well. So uh, 
what there are three of, as Ricky found one, Pearl found one, and Luca found one, all rolling the same number. Each of y'all find a dire hit, which makes uh, critical hits on attacks occur on rolls of 19 and 20 for one minute. So increased crit range for a minute. Each of y'all gets one of those. And then Ricky Jones, you also find an X special defense, which increases a Pokemon saving throws by plus two for one minute. Pearl just looks at that cash and goes, fellas, we struck Lucas says, well, I mean, we, we don't use oil. We are on solar and wind, you know, renewable energy here true, in Kanoko. But I understand true. the sentiment. Yeah, I was going to go for panning for gold, too. But, you know, we I'll take, take two. We struck gold! <laughs> Literally, yes. And she just Yeah, like, I mean, look at look at those black glasses. Those look fantastic. I think you're right. Oh, I wonder what those do. Most valuable thing in this chest, I think. Ricky Jones, I bet those would look good on you. And she tries to put them on. They're aviators. All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So the items that y'all found, uh, those those three particular held items, y'all can figure out amongst yourselves who you want to get what, if, if you want to divvy those up. But what they each do, the black glasses, the holder adds proficiency bonus to damage from dark type moves, the assault vest... Pokemon that hold this gain plus one to their AC, but they can only use damaging moves. And then the eject button, when hit by an attack, the holder may switch out as a free action. Holy cow. Ooh, okay. And that's however many times you want? Yeah, those are all held items, so those are their ongoing effects. Loot, baby! Nice. Wait, so the eject button, if the Pokemon trainer's holding it, or the Pokemon? If the Pokemon is holding it, if it gets hit... It can then, as a free action, just switch out to a different Pokemon. So it doesn't, you know, take an action to switch like it normally does. That'd be good if you're trying to grind out those levels. Get that level grind. As long as you don't get that one hit KO, you still, you know, get up in there. Get a little bit of that mm, tasty EXP. Mm, Speaking of tasty EXP, cut to Shavakadu back at the Take Care Daycare, who is just lifting weights with that Magikarp mustache. (laughs) and then we come back i'll go ahead and put these glasses on rosetta they look real nice on her plus she has a dark type attack if that's okay with the group rosetta you're so wise yeah go for it yeah adorable are you kidding me yeah she looks far more intense this arcanine is now wearing aviators she looks so cool (laughs) so cool so cool she can really pull those off they're made for her Nice. Hey, Luca. Yeah, what's up? You know, like, one of my dreams has always been to, like, go skydiving or, you know, fly a plane and then, you know, have to jump out and then you push a big red button and a parachute comes out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This- oh, like you're driving in a very fast car and you got to get out of it really quick yeah. and then you just pop out of the, you know, out of the roof? Yeah, totally safe, totally safe. Sure. The whole time. Sure, very yes. Very well planned out, very well thought out. Kind of makes me think of this red button here. 
and she pushes it, and I like to imagine it does bounce her back. Boing. Yeah, it just boing, 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 boing. there's just a spring in it. <laughs> oh, it's really fun, Luca. Can I keep this button? Yeah, go for it. Sure, yes. sure. Yes. Nice. You have now got the eject button. But with that, those seem to be uh, the main treasures and such, and seems like you all have thoroughly explored Angel Mooney's hideout. Well, fellas, I think it's time we bring these good Pokemon home. Yeah, I do believe so. Nothing else to see here. Let's get these Poke home and, well, let's hope that Mooney doesn't strike again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. And you all make your way back down to the uh, cavern below. Uh, you reunite with your Pokemon that were down there. Uh, everything seems fine. The lowest rider tips her hat to you <laughs> as you come down as much as it can, not having hands. <laughs> uh, Classy Mary Gold Rider there. Hot ish. <laughs> but how would you all like to go about getting all these Pokemon home? There's the ones that are out. There's also a crate full of Pokemon balls, uh, the, the snag balls. Uh, well, looks like it's time that good old Ricky Jones teaches Pearl and Luca a little bit of the ranch and techniques. Shall we go a herding? Oh, yeah, more. I could never ask for anything more. Let's learn like the real cowgirls and cowboys and the riders. All right, saddle up. <laughs> Yeehaw! This city slicker's ready for a, uh, um, well, maybe the city slicker's not ready because I forgot what's the word when we take them across, you know, the old... The old plains and such. Herding? Trail? A, tr- a ride? Trailblazing? Uh, trail. Oregon uh, Trail? It's a, um. Trail mix? No. Oatmeal? Granola? No. Ride. No, you Dude know. Dude Ranch? Uh, cattle, cattle Drive? Cattle Drive. Sure. We did it! Poke Drive. They call it Poke Drive here in Kanoko. Ah, Poke Drive. I feel significantly less confident about this now <laughs> after that, uh. <laughs> Particular flub. Yeah, that was a struggle for you. That was rough. That's rare. Rosetta the Arcanine says, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ricky, how do we go about this? Like, does the little, uh, the littlest writer need to, like, make a speech? Do we use sweet scent? Uh, what do we do? Teach us. Well, usually we uh, uh, we work as a team with our Pokemon to uh, keep the herd on track. But uh, Littlest Rider, l- Little One, you, you mind giving a little inspiring speech so that uh, they might come to us uh, with a little bit more um, happiness? They might come easier to us? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, dish. And then Hada. Pearl whips out a triangle from behind her back, starts clanging it, <laughs> and then a cowgirl as well, and starts doing, and uh, Pearl and Celie do a little cowbell clanging, and then uh, Pearl climbs up all the way on top of the box and sticks Littlest Rider in her arms so that the little, Littlest Rider can speak to the people. And she just looks up at him, go ahead, go ahead, you got this. You got their attention, go for it. And maybe Celie does one last, or, or, like, why <laughs> The combination of these sounds, the the prolonged ort and the triangle, flash you back to your childhood, Ricky, as you uh, just think about when you were back out, you know, riding on the trails, and you'd hear that hear that bell clanging, you'd hear, Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> he gets hungry for some reason. Dinner time, Ricky! Well, I can go for some beans right now. But you lift up the odd rider who just looks out over the, the throng of Pokemon who uh, you have now got their complete attention. And uh, you, you can feel this, this small radish just shaking in Aww. your hands a little bit. It's like, ah, ah, Oddish, Oddish. You're the best marigold rider for this job. Oddish, Oddish, Oddish. And the Pokemon in the crowd here 
Now listen up, y'all. <laughs> I reckon we've been through quite a bit out here in these here mountains, and we we done been rustling and been through a whole heck of a lot, but... Pearl and Seely start to, like, do a little... Uh, uh, Luca whips out the harmonica. Pearl and Seely start to do, like, light... Inspirational behind him. <laughs> but these here riders of justice, well, they, they done gone through the ringer to get us to safety and help get us back to our trainers. So I reckon y'all better listen to them and listen up good, because we're going to wrangle us on home. Oddish. <laughs> you did it, little bud. The lowest rider is going to make a charisma check with advantage because I feel like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a 19. Nice. Yes. Leader. The herd is on board. Oh, yeah. All right. So y'all y'all have got all the Pokemon uh, ready to go. Y'all have saddled back up on your respective mounts. Ricky Jones, you're back on Rosetta, I assume. Are you on uh Actually I would um, would ride Baloney because Rosetta would go ahead and uh uh well now Pearl, Luca, you're gonna have to release some more of your Pokemon. They're gonna help us keep them on track. Uh so we're gonna ride back, make sure everything's good, and then they're gonna kinda wrangle them into a into a line, all right? Perfect. And then Rosetta maybe like barks and talks to the other ones, kinda tell them what to do and yeah, I tell all my Pokemon, and especially uh, Coconut, to listen to Rosetta. Nice, 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 nice. You do that. Luca sends out his Pokemon as well. I think that Tufus not really being able to uh, run along as fast uh, is going to hang out with him on Dozer, the Rhyhorn, but he will send out Hercules, the Heracross, and Mikey, and they will uh, definitely stay on the perimeter, you know, if Mikey needs to spook anybody back into place and, you know, a hair cross can fly around the perimeter, make sure nobody, you know, gets lost or anything. He also, just because he hasn't had a chance to send him to the PC yet, lets out the new hound door and says, That's right. All right, now you 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 run around and make sure that nobody gets out of line, all right? All right, thanks, Omen. Omen. Yeah. yeah. Omen yeah. Omen's here. <laughs> the little hound door seems uh like it is taken to being part of this new pack. All right. So, how are y'all going to proceed? Uh, you just going to head out this cave and then what? I say Ricky's probably leading the front. Are you are you leading in the front with then the uh, like Pearl and Luca in the back to catch for any stragglers? What you thinking? Uh, I think the three of us would actually be in back and then the Pokemon are keeping them on the sides, keeping them going straight. So we're in the back setting the pace and, and our Pokemon are on the sides making sure they don't turn when they're not supposed to. So uh, I think it takes a while to get them out of the cave and then out of the gorge. And then when we're on the range, I think we're, we're able to just sort of settle at a nice leisure pace. You, you don't want to rush it. Now, you, you want to keep a nice pace here, all right? Now, pretty much of the work is done. Okay. Uh, we just got to keep them in a group and heading, heading the way we want. We are the Merry-Gold Riders. We are the Merry-Gold Riders. We are the Merry... Sing along with me, guys. Join in every time. Oh! Riders and forever will ride to victory. Now, slowly, slowly ride, slowly ride. Hold on, hold on, Mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> keep it going, keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> I know you got excited. There <laughs> we go. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> there was a whip in that saddle, in the saddlebag. <laughs> yeah, so Ricky Jones, go ahead and just give me a pokey handling check with advantage Love as it. you are heading up this cattle drive. He's in his element. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that is a, so I got a six and an 18 Nine. plus eight. That is a 26. Oh, my gosh. 26. Beast mode. 
You know, it's just, it's such a good check that fireworks go off in the distance. Yeah. Uh, you see them way, way <laughs> over yonder as you leave the gorge. Uh, it seems as though for some, for some random uh, event happening in Bolette City, way, way off in the distance, you see <laughs> they're lighting off fireworks uh, as you see them sparkling uh, way across the plains as it's just wide open she out here it. once more. And she goes, those better not be for Shane. <laughs> I am going to lose it. Yeah, that's sure. what she thinks. Yeah. <laughs> who, who is this Shane character? Another one oh of the team my. nasties? Close. No, no, no. He's a f- f- acquaintance. Yeah. Acquaintance. Okay. He also a trainer? Yeah. yeah he's a pretty good one. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, oh, oh, okay. Okay. I see what's going on. A little bit of friendly competition amongst the youths. Okay. I could see it. Respect and a little bit of jealousy, maybe. Let's just also say somebody who doesn't know a prank when they see one. You know, I'm like, oh, you don't yeah. have a sense of humor. And, like, you kind of wonder, like, did you ever watch a cartoon when you were, like, today? Like, <laughs> what? When you were today? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, youth is short, man. Soak it up. Eat the ice cream. Let go. You like, know. Just that, ah, yeah, yeah. Like, Blah. You know, Pearl, that you you're absolutely right. Youth is short. You know, you're out there, you're doing the gym battles, you're you're getting all the way to the top of the elite four, and then all of a sudden life comes knocking. And your youth is yanked from you, and you spend your whole life on a ranch making sure everything's going smoothly. It really it's really something you can't you can't go taking taking for granted. Trust me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely am, because it sounds like a little bit of your life there. A little, yeah, it's fine. I'm happy to have yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah, uh, I have found a very peaceful peaceful life here out on the ranch, out on the range here, roaming with these Pokemon. But, you know, it gets gets a bit stale after a while. What, you know, what? Well, who says you can't have a little bit of both every now and then? You know, like, find a babysitter. Now that you got Marigold Riders, you can make it an enterprise. Raise another... I mean, yeah. I mean, do you feel fulfilled? I mean, it kind of sounds like you're hanging on to that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are correct. I, I Maybe afraid to change a bit. What's it? You know what? How are your your father and uncle doing? Are they are they okay? What what's it like out there with with the gyms and things? You know, back in my day, the gyms the gyms were quite different. The badges were. And he pulls out. You know what? He pulls out. A very antique-looking box. Oh yeah, and it's wrapped in a very broken, worn leather, but it's oiled nicely. It smells of rich mahogany. Mm. Yes. And he unclasps it and he opens it up, and you see eight badges. <gasps> Pearl freaks out. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Jones, Ricky Jones, Ricky. Jones. I promise I will not lick it. I promise I will not. <laughs> Touch it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, go ahead. I don't. I honestly don't even know if these are valid anymore. I, I, I don't know, but uh, are they even the same gems? I have been out on this field for so long. I, I don't even know. Here, here you go. Take a look. <gasps> and I like to imagine that Pearl does know where they come from because they're the type of badges that like her dad would have books of. If mm. that makes sense. Yeah. And like these are what she's poured over. So like, yeah, they've been updated and stuff and maybe they don't all connect and maybe she doesn't know. But this is what she saw. Like maybe this is what 
it, like the one thing she had where she's just like geeking out. Like when you find old school records and stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, this is that one. And like she, I would like to say she does know it, if that's okay with you, Jonah. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. I mean, I, as you're going through, uh, you're talking about, I think that your dad did in his youth do, a, you know, a bit of the gym challenge totally. and stuff like that. I think he had like a little book, you know, too, like similar mm-hmm. to like, I don't know. Just he would have a little trainer's book that had these images or something like that. I have a question for you. Yeah. Jonah. Um, So it's been approximately 45 years ish since he got these badges. Are they the same? Are they different? So with what Pearl knows of it and what Luca knows being very, you know, close to the league and everything, most of the badges are different than they were. There's some that, you know, might be the same, but if you were talking to Luca and it was, you know, you, you got those a, a long time ago, he says, well, uh, no, there wouldn't be any gym leaders that would have still been the same ones from, from back then. I mean, there's only like, there's only like two of the elite four that are still there from, from when you all, you know, were doing the challenge. Look at these are like mint condition. Are you seeing this? Yeah. No, this these are. The, oh my gosh. The color face. I forgot about did you see the hatching on here? Nobody else does that anymore. Whoa. I mean, trust me, bro. I've looked at these a lot of times, you know. Just, They're in the pictures. display case at home. Like, Yeah, so cool. And she's just, you know, pouring over it. Like, just so, just, she just thinks this is amazing. Yeah. Make uh, just a flat intelligence check, Ricky Jones. Uh, 14. 14. You vaguely remember, uh, you don't recall ever running across him on your travels, but you do remember hearing about a kid named Ronnie who was usually wearing like a Hawaiian shirt who was running around doing the uh, gym challenge at some point uh, way back when. He was uh, younger than you, too. As Pearl's talking about, you know, her dad, Captain Ron, and you know, talking about, you know, some of his Pokemon and everything. You're like, wait a minute. Is that is that that kid? I think that's that kid. I think he holds that to himself because he's not 100% sure. He doesn't want to like, you know. For sure. Knowing how Pearl would react to that too. (laughs) 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 Yeah, well. But Lucas says, yeah, so I I don't know if, I don't think that these are necessarily, you couldn't go, just go straight back to the league with them. You know, especially since it's kind of on the rolling annual kind of situation. Like, you know, if you do the league one year, then if you come back the next year, you got to go through the gyms again and everything. It kind of resets. Pearl thinks again, do I ever want to have a birthday? And she holds that to herself. (laughs) And Lucas says, I mean, there's badges, but there's also like special recommendations uh, for somebody to get into the trainer tournament. You know, depending on if there's spaces available if there's not a certain number of trainers that actually have the badges, uh, if there's room, then, you know, there might be a, a sort of like, you know, pre-tournament or, you know, if you have the recommendation, you might be able to get on that without the badges. Uh, but you have to, you know, have the recommendations, certain qualifications and stuff. But I mean, probably do it. Oh, you could definitely do it. Well, if there's one thing Ricky Jones does is he gets to places in life of his own accord. And I, I would not feel comfortable just hopping into the tournament. I, these here, these, these are invalid to me, I think. It's been too long. I have been idle for so long. It, these badges don't mean much to me. I mean, they should mean something. You earned them. Yeah. They're amazing. Even if it's not, you know, to, to get into a tournament or whatever. I mean, I think they still mean something. I mean, not many people get that far. That's true. 
Well, according to, you know, league records and stuff, you know, a bunch of trainers make it four, maybe five badges in, and that's about it. You went a, you went a long way, Ricky. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, and I, I recognize that, but I mean now. Now, after all these years, I couldn't just take these and try to get into the... I could, I'd have to... And he closes up the, the box and, you know, clasps it and puts it in his saddle. Kind of looks off and... You know, Pearl, Luca? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, I hope you know how much I appreciate your help with this. Now, now I'm going to be able to herd these cattle that I have. I'm going to go give them back to Catherine and, and the rest of the ranches, and that's because of you. I would not have been able to do this myself. Most of you did all you did all the heavy lifting, in my opinion, and I appreciate that beyond words. But there's more that you've done for me. You, I feel like I got a bit of a... A spark in me. I got a bit of the fire back. Pearl, that battle that we had has just ignited something in me. I loved it. A trainer-on-trainer battle. Really, oh, I, I felt something I haven't felt in so many years. A bit of a purpose. And I thank you for that. Well, oh, Ricky Jones, you're starting to look like a spring chick bear. Well, kind of rolls his shoulders and winces a little bit. Oh, oh, uh, yep, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling youthful. Feeling young and spry, huh? Yeah. You know? Well, good. I'm thinking, I'm thinking old Ricky Jones needs to get off this ranch, get back out in the world of Kanoko, and try again at this uh, gym battle thing and getting back into the tournament. And let's see if I can't finish what I started about, about 50 years ago, 45. Never quite put an actual number on it. It's never too late! <laughs> Some amount of years ago. I'm thinking, uh, yeah. my Pokemon, Rosetta, and Baloney, and McCoy, and Bluetooth, we could, could really go out there and do what we can. And hearing about this Team Nasty, you know, there's things out in the world that I could actually make a difference on. I could, I could help. I could be a bit of a scout for you. We need you out there. Yeah, Mooney's still out there. Yeah. Well, I reckon, I think, uh, I think Ricky Jones is gonna go ahead and, of course, finish this, uh, this herding here, but... After that, I think it's going to go ahead and hit that first batch. Start over. You going to settle your affairs here, I guess? Or, I mean, are you going to sell the ranch? Are you going to hold on to it and you know, lighten your load? Get somebody to look over for you? Well, I don't know if I can sell it yet. Uh, I might just let it sit. You see, it kind of whenever I go out on a range, it just kind of sits anyways. So That's true. I mean, one building's burned down. The other ones are just about burned down. So yeah, I'll go out. Just let it be. And when I come back, I'll decide what to do with it. Who knows? Maybe I can find a purpose for it out there on the road. Well, no matter what, I don't think this will be the last time the Marigold ride together. I don't think so either. Well, I certainly hope not. I mean, you know, Ricky, you did fight my dad a long, long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I beat him, too, quite well. I know you did, and, uh, I mean, if you're getting back in the game, I wouldn't mind having my shot. Oh, Oh, okay! Luca! Lucas Salvatore coming over at Ricky Jones. Oh, boy, it's like a rematch of 45 or so years ago. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go, Luca. All right. So I think that uh, this conversation that y'all have been having has happened, you know, over the course of, you know, a bunch of the rest of the day as y'all have been working on Corral and getting the Pokemon uh, back to their respective ranches and stuff. And y'all have gotten through the gorge and everything. You're back in the plains. And uh, I'd say you're not terribly, terribly far from, you know, starting to drop Pokemon off at their, you know, places of ownership. 
but y'all can certainly take a minute and uh, there's plenty of wide open space but uh, Luke was like well how about this over here uh, and you find you know uh, just what looks like it could be uh, about the size of a battlefield you find just a few of the uh, cacti the local cacti that make a, a bit of a square to form perhaps the perimeters of a uh, battle arena all right Pearl and Seely sit down and we're just so excited. We got our little microphones. Um, Seely's sitting, fitting into her little suit jacket. All right, Seely, let's get ready for this. Uh, welcome one and all to a showdown. <laughs> I know, I know. It has been a while, Seely. <laughs> oh, but he's got a spring in his step. Don't forget, he's got a new purpose. <laughs> All right, so you and Luca line up on each side of the battle arena that y'all have found here. And this will be a three-on-three match, same as your uh, match against Pearl. All right, let's do it. Woohoo! Ricky Jones, roll initiative. Yeah! Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. And as always, huge thank you to Adam LeGrave for coming and playing with us for the Marigold Riders arc. This is the final episode of the arc, and we're going to miss Adam so much. It was such a joy to play together. But hey, now that the last one's here, you can binge all six episodes at once and get your fill of cowboy goodness. Make sure you check out Adam on DM's Treehouse. We actually have their new promo this week. Very exciting. You'll hear that at the end of the announcements. And give Adam a follow over on Twitter at Adam LaGrave. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our splendiferous partner, Dice Envy. They're still rolling out more of those new draconian dice sets. They've got red, Charizard, green, Venusaur, blue, Blastoise, purple i don't know gengar probably or just any poison or psychic or ghost type you want i don't know the, the world is your cloister and word on the street is that there's another one coming soon you have got to get these dice for your good pokemon companions if you're looking to add to your dice hoard you can get 10 percent off of your purchase at dice envy by going to diceenvy.com slash questco or by using promo code questco at checkout that's q u e s t c o for 10 percent off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page over on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. Speaking of which, we got a lovely review this week from 1987 Chucky over on Apple Podcasts all the way from New Zealand. Thank you so much for sharing your lovely feedback. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. 
If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Questco Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for shows like ours. We don't do paid ads anywhere, and us posting on our own social media is really only going to get us so far. So please, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. They will trust your recommendations way more than us yelling about ourselves on the internet. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCodeJr or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. And while I'm on the topic of word of mouth, I want to let you folks know that Sarah and I are teaching on OutSchool now. Might seem like a weird plug, but this is our podcast, so we can do what we want. Sarah is going to be teaching acting classes, and so will I. I will also be teaching classes on puppetry, podcasting, and tabletop gaming. So if your kid wants to play Dungeons & Dragons, Pokemon 5e, Tiny Dungeon, or any of the other games I'll have classes for in the future, come find me on OutSchool. They can go on adventures just like Pearl, and uh, that's pretty cool. Just search for Jonah M. Jackson on OutSchool.com, and boom, there I am. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at PodiconGo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode, Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thank you to Glitch X City for the songs Diamond and Pearl Pokemon League Lo-Fi Remix, Johto Gym Leader Remix Versions 1 and 2, Johto Box Remix Version 2, and Pokemon Tower Remix Version 2. Thank you to Ozd for the songs About Ducks and Secret Treehouse. Thank you to Joseph Cash for minigame music. Thank you to Lobo Loco for Hey Go. Thanks to Audionautics for South of the Border. Thank you to Kinsis Moreira for A Ghost Town. Thanks to Mini Vandals for The Pale Rider Blues. Thank you to Topher Moore and Alex Elena for the song Horses to Water. Thanks to Protodome for the song On the Origin of Species. And thank you to good friend of the show, Poke Nerd Scott from the Reckless Rollers for The Farm Song. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action and see what happens in the big showdown between Ricky and Luca. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. What happens when four DMs who never get a chance to be players become friends? Well, they all take turns DMing for each other in their own unique campaigns. DM's Treehouse is a weekly actual play audio drama featuring four friends telling four unique stories. Climb on up into the treehouse for Pokeworld, a game where the players play as the Pokemon in a feudal war-torn version of Kanto. Or check out Retribution, a daring western tall tale run by Cam with goofs and guns and heartfelt moments. There's also Ascent, a game run by myself, hi, I'm Rich, which is a traditional D&D game highlighting an epic and fantastical journey through a land that the gods left behind. And lastly, Heritage, an emotional teenage superhero drama run by Cameron that will make you feel like never before. 
at the end of the day, we are four great friends and great DMs having a good time, and we hope that you will too. You can join us up in the treehouse by searching iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts under the name DMs Treehouse. And you can find us over on Twitter at DMS Treehouse. We hope to see you guys there. joke has played out so well for me (laughs) (laughs) that's a seven luca got a six plus three nine so oh both of y'all take a second and you're kind of feeling each other out before you both quick draw toss your pokeballs out who are you tossing out first all right let's go get him mccoy he throws out cowboy machamp all right you toss out mccoy the machamp and luca says go on hercules get out there and he sends out his hair across no Celia. of course i don't know who i'm rooting for really <laughs> that's who you want to win are you sure wow putting all your marbles in one court there huh or or so uh since luca goes first he's gonna say uh, all right hercules get in there and hit that machamp with an aerial ace Aerial Ace hits automatically and is Whoa. flying type. Whoa. Oh. That's new. 11, double to 22, super effective points of flying damage Oofa. to Doofa. McCoy the Machamp. All right. As uh, Hercules comes out and is actually in the vest that y'all found, this vest has many pockets and looks very combat ready. Wow. Was that like a melee attack? It is melee. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and hit with a revenge. I'm going to use my reaction. Nice. All right, and that is to hit, so uh, 18 to hit. 18 will miss. What? Oh, actually, I have a question. I do have that no guard. Mm, Yes. So would that uh, work for this? Yeah, I mean, if you're fighting uh, anything. Okay. uh, So that's uh, just for the future, then, yeah, you have advantage on all of yours and attacks against you all have advantage. I just want to make sure it worked on the revenge. So Uh, so that second one was a 14 plus 8, so that is a 22. 22 will hit. Woohoo! So that's 5 plus 7, 12 fighting damage. 12 is going to be halved to 6 because Heracross does resist. Wow. Nice. Um, Sealy, are you feeling like this is already on another level than us? <laughs> As McCoy uh, retaliates, uh, Hercules, uh, the wings bust out of the carapace and uh, he flies forward and gets that hit in. As McCoy then retaliates, boom, with this revenge. Ricky Jones, you're up. Now it's my actual turn. All right, go ahead and hit him with a karate chop. Uh, dang, that's an 18 plus 8, uh, 26. I'm assuming that hits. Will hit. Ooh. Uh, so that is uh, 19 damage. 19. It is not very effective, so it will get knocked down to 10. But two solid hits in a row as 
the fighting type moves, uh, it's hard for them to land a good hit on this carapace. But that is your turn then. Brings us back to Hercules, who's going to continue flying around and come at McCoy with another aerial ace. All right. Not as high of a roll that time. That's seven double to 14 super effective flying damage. Okay. Uh, As Hercules is just flying around the place, uh, hovering around McCoy and zoom, zoom. I will yet again revenge my reaction. Solid. That'll hit 25 to hit. 25 will hit. 4 plus 7, 11 damage. Up to 6. And then it is your proper turn. All right, see if you can go ahead and low kick him. See, I know we're supposed to be announcing, but maybe we should just start taking notes. And she pulls out a notepad. <laughs> or, or, and Seely's already been writing in her notebook. <laughs> nice. Uh, that is an unnatural 20. Oh! 20 total, yep. We'll do it. Just barely, but we'll do it. Ooh. And that is 12 damage again. Have to six. As Hercules, um, it's a lot of small hits, but they are adding up as Hercules is uh, looking looking a little battered. How's McCoy looking? He's uh, he's looking battered as well. He's taking some pretty big hits. Pretty big. Man, we should put this batter into a cake. Am I right, Seely? Or, or. <laughs> Luke is going to say, all right, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And... Hercules is going to keep up the aerial ace, taking advantage of that type advantage. Oh, okay. That's going to be 12 doubled to 24 points of flying damage. Jeez. Okay. Starting to look bloody, but I will use my last revenge to to hit. Uh, So that is a 19. 19 barely hits. Okay. 19's his AC. Okay. I was wondering. Um, But that's max damage, so that is... 13, Dammy. 13 reduced to 7. Boom, boom. And then it is your proper turn. All right, McCoy, don't give up. Come on, keep up, keep up, keep it up. Credit chop. All right, that is a natural 19 plus 8. Will hit. 14 damage. Not so great on the damage. But, oh, wait, that's a critical because on a 19, it scores a critical. Ooh, okay. Uh Hot diggity dang. So what was the... Um, I got 14. Was that the total uh, with the modifiers included? Oh, okay. So then I originally rolled a six and a one, so seven. Uh, so if you were to double that, it'd be 14 plus my modifier of seven would bring it to 21. 21. Okay, got it. So 21 is going to be halved to 11 points of damage as Hercules is uh, looking very, very battered as well as they are just going at each other, hit for hit for hit. Yeah. That then takes us to Lucas' turn, who's going to keep it up with the aerial ace. Uh, Hercules continues to fly around, uh, battered as he is. That is nine double to 18 points of flying damage. And with that, McCoy drops to his knees. Nice. All right, that's okay. Come on back, McCoy. Good fight. Excellent use of your type advantage, Luca. Thank you, sir. And he tips his hat to you as Hercules is breathing heavily. <sighs> Here cries. <sighs> and Celia yells something for Luca's team. <laughs> Who are you sending out next, Ricky Jones? All right, let's go, Rosetta. Rosetta. All right, so you send out Rosetta on your turn. What's Rosetta going to do? All right, let's go ahead and make this quick. Go ahead and hit him with an ember. Ooh, that is a natural 20. Oh, boy. Boy, Hercules. Goodbye. Uh Oh, hello, type advantage. You came back the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. So that is nine on the dice, double to 18 for crit, Mm -hmm. and then plus five, so that's 23, doubled to 
46? Uh, so, Pearl, if you didn't know better, you would have thought that it was a fire blast. It was, however, an ember <laughs> as this huge burst of flame shoots forth from Rosetta the Arcanine. Uh, you see, as she is wearing the very cool aviators, and you see that um, there's a spark of the old Ricky here. <laughs> Just as you saw before, uh, it's now becoming even more apparent that he's now set in his mind to come back in a big way. And Pearl, um, Pearl just yells to Celie, write that down! Write that down! Whatever that was! I don't know about that one. Can you learn that one? Or, 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 or. She shakes her head. I know you can't. That was amazing. She's like, or, or, and she's like drawing a very crude picture of Fanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do Fanta about that one. Hercules is decidedly KO'd. Lucas says, all right, Hercules, come on back. You did a great job. You did a really great job. All right, Tufus, let's get out there. And Tufus comes out. I knew this day would come. All right, Rosetta, don't back down. Lucas says, all right, Tufus, get in that rage and hit it with a water gun. Tufus has the, the bloodlust in his eyes uh, that you are very familiar with, Pearl. Uh, mm. Ricky, it's still kind of unsettling seeing this croconaw with this amount of just pure rage and adrenaline. Oh, yeah. It goes to hit. That's a natural 20. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is. So I could come look at it. It's a nat 20. Ooh, I believe you. I believe you. Woo. Woo, Fadufa. All right. So that is a seven on the die, doubled to 14, plus three, 17, then doubled Ooh. to 34 Ooh. super effective points of water damage. Wow. All right. Wow. Oh, 36 plus two from Rage. Okay. And with that, Rosetta is looking tough already. Wow, guys. Wow. Luca, that that is that toothfish you got there is a powerful Pokemon. Whoa! We're not gonna give up, are we, Rosetta? All right, go ahead and bite him. Bite him right back. Oof. Show him how to really fight. Um, let's see here. That is a sixteen. Sixteen does hit. It does. Okay. Wow. AC fifteen. All right. So that is ten plus three plus my proficiency bonus from the glasses. That is a Ayo. sixteen damage. Wow, those glasses are doing good. Black glasses. She looks very cool as she oh, yeah. bites down on Tufus. Excellent. That takes us back to Lucas' turn. He's like, get one more water gun in there. Come on. Arcanine's looking roughed up already. 17 to hit. That does hit. 16 more points of water damage. Woo! Hanging on by a thread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like critting on a type advantage, now, is there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, Rosetta, go on. You got one more in you. Come on. Awesome. Yes, yes, that is a two on the dice. Dang it. <laughs> oh. No. Oh, no. Come on. I've got a feeling that will not hit. No, probably not. Eight. Eight total. Yeah, she goes to bite down again, but Tufus ducks out of the way uh, as this very, very wet dog uh, lurches forth. <laughs> it is then Lucas' turn uh, as Tufus, of his own volition, just unleashes another water gun. Sarah, come look at it. Are you serious? Yep. Wow. It's the black, it's the black and bronze one. <laughs> <laughs> it's banned. Oofa doofa. Assuming that 20. You did luck out, though, uh, because it was a one on the die, on the damage die. Yeah, well, hey, guess what? That's all Rosetta had left was one HP. <laughs> so don't even worry about it. Oh, man. As Rosetta goes down. As Rosetta goes down. 
from that crit of, let's see here, that's, uh, ooh, a big crit of 10 points of super effective <laughs> Oh my gosh, Luca, what? He's, he's very hungry, he's very <laughs> angry. <laughs> As this water gun blasts against Rosetta, uh, and Rosetta is KO'd. That's all right, Rosetta. We are up against a Salvatore, so it's to be expected. All right, Baloney, let's take him down. He throws out Baloney. All right, Baloney, the Tauros comes out. Lucas says, all right, now this is going to be the toughie. You got this, Tufus. What's Baloney going to do? All right, you go ahead and bonus action rage and hit him with a horn attack. Oh, rage against rage as Tufus recognizes the familiar look in Baloney, the Tauros's eye. Ooh. All right, uh, is it safe to assume that he is uh, 20 feet away from releasing? Yeah, I think that since you're on the other side of the arena when Tauros comes out, uh, at least, you know, on this first hit, sure, uh, sure, sure, he sure. can charge forth for sure. For sure, um, for sure. Pearl and Seely move back their lawn chairs. Uh, Seely, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> Baloney comes out bucking and charging with a 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Nice. And that is... 18 plus 1 with the range 19 damage. 19. And that is a normal type move? Yes. Alright, so that 19 is going to be half to 10 since Tufus is raging. He gets resistance to normal damage. Oh. Same goes for uh, Baloney the Tauros as well, obviously. But that is your turn then. I actually need uh, Tufus to make a strength saving throw. Ooh. Well, even with that t- plus 12, let's see. Does a 16 do it? No. He rolled a four, but he's no. got a plus 12 on strength. <laughs> no, not at all. You're not prone, buddy. Oh. Ah. Knocked prone as just like seeing this creature uh, that is also in a rage. I think the Tufus is taken aback for a second. And as he gets knocked to the ground, he just looks up from his prone position and is like, Raw bruv, a worthy opponent. <laughs> you listen, man, I'm just trying to win the fight. I'm not trying to, t- you know, it's just me and you, buddy. This is me, Baloney, against you, Tufus, okay? <laughs> I love this voice. Where was it? Where have you been this whole oh arc, Baloney? Oh, my gosh. I dig that. It is then Lucas' turn, and as the croconaut picks himself up from being knocked prone, <laughs> Lucas says, all right, it worked before. Let's see if we can get it again. Ice Fang Tufus. Yeah, that's what it would look like, Seely, if you did it. It's a natural 18. That hits. Yeah, of course, yes. 27 to hit, yeah. It's not a it's not a natural 19 or 20, though, so Baloney is not frozen. Oh, okay, good. But that is 18 points of ice damage. Ooh, all right. Feels nice over here from the crowd stance. It's like, whew, I was getting sweaty in these stadium seats. <laughs> Bob, blast me. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> all right, Baloney, go ahead and stomp down on him while he's on the ground. Kick him while he's down. All right. Kick him while he's down. That is another 19 to hit. Ooh, fadoofa, yeah. Ooh, that's some nice damage. Okay, uh, that is 24 damage with the rage. 24. Four. Going to get that? knocked down to 12, but still another solid hit. As Tufus is going to come at this large steer uh, with another Ice Fang attack. Chomping down. Oh, that's a nat one, though, as I think that he uh, gets knocked prone again. Ooh. The stomp comes down, and he's just, like, battered down by the hooves. So he is unable to get up, and he he misses. So I'm going to say that he's going to be prone for your turn, so you're going to have advantage to hit on, on your turn okay. for that nat one. All right. Oh, no, Seatly. It's not looking good. 
Ooh, ooh. But also, it's looking great. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right, Baloney, you got it right where you want to keep at it. He's going to keep at it with a stomp. Uh, 15. 15 is his AC. Oh, okay. Jeez. Boy, it's hard to miss with so much of a bonus. Wow. Jeez, Louise. Two sevens plus eight plus one. So it's going to be 23 damage. 23. Knocked down to 12 from the rage, but still, those small hits are adding up. Yeah. As Toofus the Croconaw is starting to look battered. Very good for your turn, though. It is now back to Luca as he's going to come back up and try to bite once more. 16 to hit. That is my AC. All right. He comes in with the bite attack this time. And he chomps down on the Tauros. 12 points of dark damage to Baloney. All right, Baloney, don't give up. Go ahead and horn attack one more time. That is natural two. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Tufus has maneuvered his way out from under the Tauros and is now like coming at him from the side. And so as uh, Baloney starts trying to buck around with the horns, Tufus is able to get out of the way and dodge. That is your turn then, uh, as Tufus is going to try to. Well, first of all, he's just gonna try. He's just gonna try to hop up on top of the Tauros. Let's see here. Oh, you just give me a Dex check real quick. Silly, he's gonna try to ride the bull. Can I do, like, a strength check to try to buck him off or something? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do strength to buck him off. That makes, yeah. Since if someone's trying to grapple, you get the choice yeah. of the strength Ooh, of and he's got so you advantage go the, because go uh, of the rage. rage. Ooh, natural 19. Yeah. Ooh, natural 19. Yeah, even with Tufus's total of 18, that natural 19 is enough that he is not able to get up on there. So Tufus is going to have disadvantage on his attack as he was trying to get an advantageous position and it did not work out. With a natural 2, he is (laughs) not able to bite down on the Tauros, but that's Tufus's turn. All right, I think while Toros is, uh, while Baloney's trying to buck off Tufus, he uh, smacks him or tries to smack him with one of the kicks uh, using a stomp attack. Mm. But that is a not going to hit. That is a uh, 14. 14 just barely misses. Wow. Ooh, as the both of these are just like selling out so hard on these hits that they're just uh, overcompensating, and so they're just barely missing as they're. <laughs> Uh, going after each other, but Tufus is going to return the favor with an attempt at an ice fang. 19 total. That hits. Oofa doofa. Two ones on the damage die, so that's only seven points of ice damage. Okay. That thick hide yeah. is really helping out Baloney here. You can't get him. He's fried Baloney. He's fried. <laughs> uh, not very exciting, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and horn attack him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got two moves at Baloney, but that's okay. It's all he needs with a dirty 20. All right. Dirty 20 will do it. And that is 12 points of damage. 12, have to six. Very nice, very nice. As he gets another solid hit in on Tufus. And Lucas says, come on, Tufus, keep it up with the bites. You got it, you got it. 22 total to hit. That hits. 16 points of dark damage to Baloney. How's Baloney looking? He's doing pretty good. Nice, 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 nice. Lots of HP. True. He he beefy. He thick. He thick and beefy. All right. Come on. Don't stomp him out. Come on. We got to finish this. The beans are getting cold. Uh, that is 16 plus 9. Uh, that'll hit. Yeah. No, that, you know it will. It will do it. Okay. That is 19 damage. 19. 
cut in half to ten, but it has certainly taken its toll on Tufus as they are just back and forth, back and forth. These attacks, you know, still the adrenaline pumping through them both, negating uh, some damage for them both, but still, ah, going at it. <laughs> Tufus is going to go for another ice fang. Is this what it sounds like to live in a zoo, Seely? Or, or. 26 to hit with the ice fang. Wow. Yeah. 18 points of ice damage this time from the ice fang. All right. Keep at it, baloney. We ain't out of this yet. As these icy crystals form on the hide of the Toro, so you see the teeth marks. <laughs> Don't let them scare you. Let's see here. That is that's another 16 on the die. So that'll hit with uh, not as much damage, though. Uh, let's see here. Four, 15 damage. 15. Going to be halved down to 8 points of normal damage. As Tufus is on the ropes, he's still trying to be tricky, trying to maneuver around, but uh, against his better judgment is also just compelled through his rage to just go toward this Tauros <laughs> just with brute strength. And it's tough. This is a, a stronger Pokemon, a stronger opponent than he's used to. Just in terms of raw power. Yeah. But Tufus is going to keep on keeping up with the bite. 21. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Another 18 points, this time wow. dark damage. Okay. Baloney's starting to look a little uh, cooked. <laughs> a little fried? Yeah. Out of the pan, into the fire. But that's okay. We still got a little meat on us. Let's go. Uh, that is a n- unnatural 20 to hit with the stomp. Unnatural 20. Yeah. And snake eyes on the dice. So that's only 11 damage. Oh, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. How much damage? So 11. 11, half down to six. As Tufus is looking rougher and rougher, Lucas says, all right, yeah, I think you still got it, old man. I think you can make a go of it. Well, thank you kindly. Tufus, give him another ice fang as a present. <laughs> okay, that's weird, Luca. And so they're like, <laughs> uh, 22 to hit with the ice fang. Yeah. Snake eyes on the dice, though. Ooh. All right. Nine points of ice damage. As I remembered to... Add the rage that time. I had forgotten on the past couple, but that is okay. I've done that too. It's okay. Just part of it. It's all right, Luke. Every now and again, you got to remember the rage damage. You're still young. It's true. You got time to learn. Write that down, Seely. I'm going to have Tauros. Baloney's going to start to charge in a circle around Two Fists. Maybe kicking up Ooh. a little bit of dirt, but he's going to get far enough away to get that 20 feet. Nice. And he's going to horn attack. Okay, Ooh. go for it. Yeah, that is 19 to hit. Nice. Yep, we'll hit, we'll hit. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, that is 17 damage. Booyah! 17 points of damage. Knocked down to nine. Tufus is hanging on by a thread. Oh, jeez, he's got so much life. And then I need to, uh, Tufus to make a strength saving throw. 11 plus 12, 23. That'll do it. He's he's He holds his own. The horn attack makes contact as the Tauros charges at Tufus, and Tufus just hunkers down and meets it head on, and he, like, grabs the horns oh, and yeah. gets pushed back. He, he gets, like, pushed back a good 10 feet uh, as he digs his claws into the air. So he goes, uh, but he's barely, barely hanging on. Uh, but he's going to go for this one last attack before he, he, he feels like he's about to go down, but he's going to try to get one more in. 11 plus 9. Unnatural 20. As he just lurches forward to bite. Except <gasps> Tauros gives him an f- extremely intimidating look. And he has to roll again. Oh, oh, no. That one was higher. That was 16 plus. Damn. Ah. Oh. 
as with this last bit of rage and his angry reptilian body, Tufus goes for this bite for 15 points of dark damage. Fill up. Seely, it's a regular showdown now. Okay. All right, Baloney, one last charge. You got it in you. Let's go. That is a natural 19. Oh. Eight plus eight plus one. So that's 17 damage. 17, uh, even halved, will be enough oh. as Tufus had two hit points remaining. Ooh. All right. Except you still got one more. <laughs> He's got one more. But Tufus goes down with a ball. Conceding defeat to this very powerful opponent. Uh, Tufus is KO'd, and Lucas says, That's all right, you did great. You did a great job, Tufus. You know, quite frankly, I have seen that Pokemon in action, and just the fact that I have been able to take it down has given me great pleasure, God, and I God, care God. not what the outcome of this battle is. <laughs> <laughs> I have succeeded. Ricky Jones is happy with himself, and you know, I'm, I'm fine. This is great. <laughs> Personal win. Personal win. High five me, Steely. Or, or. High fin. Lucas says, all right, this will be interesting. Come on, Mikey. Yeah. Aw, man. He sends out Mikey the ghastly. Tell Elle we say hi. Elle comes out of her dust ball. She's like, Sneezer. Oh, hi, comes up with that so much. Sneezer. Okay, she comes hey. over. And she brings the long chair. Yeah. <laughs> Celia and her just start to chat. They catch up. Sneezer. <laughs> Sneezer. She and Ghastly get along great. Yeah. <laughs> Luke is going to say, hi, right, Ghastly. Let's try to get him with some hypnosis. I need Baloney to make a wisdom save. Okay. Not the wisest and not the best roll. That is a five. Baloney falls asleep. I'd imagine Baloney is just exhausted from that epic battle with Two Fists. And it takes, uh, Luca just says, all right, try hypnosis and just falls asleep as if given permission to finally collapse. <laughs> yes, absolutely. This bull is tired. Maybe Mikey just goes, yeah, I didn't do anything, but okay. <laughs> He's like, I thought I missed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So that is Luca's turn. On your turn then, because Baloney is asleep, uh, he is incapacitated and restrained for a maximum of three rounds. On the beginning of your turns, he can, as a bonus action, roll a d20, and on a roll of 13 or higher, he will wake up. So it's a flat roll as a bonus action at the top of your turn. Okay, flat roll. Uh, that's a 15. 15, wakes up. Okay. Is that my turn then, or? Uh, that's a bonus action, so you've still got a regular action. Bonus action, okay. Well, Luca... I know when a man is defeated, but I know what you're up to over there. I know what's going on here. Why don't we go ahead and give Pearl a little bit of a show, though? How, how, how do you say? What do you say about that? I say that'll work. All right. Baloney? Guys, guys, quiet down. And she says to Celia and Sneasel, like, it's not chatting time now. Just watch. Sneeze, sneeze. All right. Go ahead, Baloney. Horn attack. And he charges at, that charges at Mikey. And that is a 25 to hit. 25 does beat Gasly's AC. All of us in the peanut stand go, ooh, ooh. As that happens, Pearl, you see Tauros run directly into Mikey and just run through Mikey. <sighs> There's just a, a whiff of gas as Gasly uh, sort of dissipates for a second and then reforms with a snickering. <laughs> <laughs> Gasly. We all got clapped. 
<laughs> as Ghastly is immune to normal type moves, being uh, a ghost. Boy, Luca, you really had my number in this fight, didn't you? I was like, hey, you know, Mikey's been out here. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was ready to use him sooner. <laughs> so then on Luca's turn, Mikey's going to try hypnosis once more. Okay. Wisdom save? Yeah. That's a seven. Seven. Back asleep. As once again, <laughs> this orb of gas lulls the Tauros to sleep. Okay. My turn to try to get out of it, right? Yep. Yep. That's a six. Six. No! With a six, Baloney the Tauros is unable to wake up. Uh, so then on Luca's turn, he says, all right, we've been trying to do this for a while. Let's see if it actually works. Uh, Mikey, Dream Eater. And since he has managed to get Baloney asleep, he is going to do psychic damage. Drains him. 15 points of psychic damage. And with that, Baloney goes down. <gasps> no. For a moment, Baloney has a, a sour dream as purely exhausted uh, after the battle with Tufus. Baloney just kicks, kicks a little bit in the dreams, uh, but then just <sighs> cannot be bothered past that point. But as these wisps of shadowy energy come from the Tauros, uh, they actually swirl around and gather around Mikey the Ghastly. Uh, he says, <laughs> And as the swirling wisps uh, engulf him, they glow with a bright purple for a second uh, as the gas expands. <laughs> you see spectral hands come forth as Mikey the Ghastly evolves into Mikey the Haunter. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> All right. Lucas says, yeah, I had a feeling that might happen soon. He's been on that EXP grind lately. I just wanted to see what would happen. Guys, did you see that? Did yeah. you see that? Congratulations. Whoa. Uh, thank you, sir. That was a heck of a battle. That was amazing. Man, it was. Hey, look, I know I took a bit of advantage of, you know, types and everything on that last bit, but wow. That Tauros is no joke, Ricky. Oh, no, yeah, Baloney, yeah, he's he is a meanie mo- And I must say, never apologize for type of advantage. That's, you got to use that Use that every time that you can. All right, that's the only way to get through a fight, in my opinion. Really, did you write that down? You just had the advantage the whole way through. That's fantastic. Good, 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 good. This is really good. We'll look back on these notes, okay? We'll make a playbook. Yeah, wow, I mean... I think it's going to be good for you to come back, Ricky. Yeah, I'm feeling it. That was really something. You're ready. I think it's I think it's time that Ricky Jones comes out of retirement. I got my eye on that champion's position. I know you got some stiff competition over there, and I mean, I'm going to have to start getting badges sometime soon or something, because it's fun. It really is. I enjoy this. I haven't had to actually, you know, spar for fun in a while, and I, wow, it's exciting. It's nice to battle when you're not uh, battling for your life. I bet, yeah. It is something different. It is enjoyable, not just scary. <laughs> well, so where do you think you're going to go if you're going to head out and do badges and everything? Which which way do you think you're heading? You're going to go to just the nearest town and go from there? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I, I got some business to take care of the ranch. I got to get this herd to where it's supposed to go and get paid for that. And, of course, you know, we'll, I, I'll take care of uh, getting Catherine her Pokemon if you if you all need to get going. Uh, but I, I got a bit. I got a couple, about a week or two before I even hit the road. But yeah, I'm thinking it's the first place that's got a gym. And by the looks of these battles, it seems I need to even out my team a little bit. So we're going to go catch some more friends. <laughs> my God, it's been, it's been a hot minute since I've had to train out in the tall grass. I'm actually quite looking forward to it. I mean, who knows what you can find out in that tall grass? Wink. 
<laughs> Toofus and Seely also wink. And so with that, I think that you all uh, spend a good chunk of the rest of this day and then uh, the morning the next day as you are quite a ways out after your friendly sparring match. Heck, y'all might even have a few more friendly battles along the way if you take a lunch break here and there, do a little more battling with Pearl and Luca and getting back in the swing of things. Maybe y'all fight some wild Pokemon you come across along the way. Uh, and it feels good. It feels good to be training again, Ricky, especially with this young blood that you're out here with. You feel like you're getting back to what you missed. So y'all spend a good chunk of the day. Pearl, you and Luca help Ricky get these cattle to where they're going. Their uh, intended destinations. You drop off the stolen Pokemon. Bye, little rider. And she gives him a big squeeze. Oddish. Oddish. And the Oddish nuzzles in and looks at all y'all. And as the rest of Catherine's, you know, plant Pokemon are getting back in there in the garden. And uh, she has thanked y'all profusely. But the Oddish just uh, takes a look at y'all, tips its little hat. Oddish. As if to say, I'll be seeing y'all around. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets a cool slow-mo, you know, walk back. Yeah. Very <laughs> in the sunset. Yeah, the little rider just walks into the sunset. Wow. Not like out past the horizon or anything, but just that direction, because that's yeah. where the house is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and y'all finish getting the rest of the Pokemon back to Marigold Ranch and get to say goodbyes to Ricky Jones. Pearl goes upstairs and changes out of her cowgirl clothes and back into her sailor uniform. She goes, ah, I've lived a dream. Who knows what's up next? And on those clothes, she'll leave a tomato berry and just put a little note saying beans and berries you should try it (laughs) um, leaves that with them and walks downstairs yeah Luca has changed out of his um, very Johnny Cash esque um, clothes that he had borrowed all of that cool black trail riding clothes that uh, used to belong to McCoy the Machamp back in his younger days Uh, but he's down there he's back in his leather jacket he says Thanks again, Ricky, for, you know, I mean, everything. I, I feel like I learned a lot. Thanks for sharing with us. I mean, I, I'd i seen you in the old videos and stuff, but I, I never knew. So, I mean, thanks for opening up to us. I mean. Yeah, well, thank you too. Luca, Pearl, I mean, again, you, you didn't have to stop and help me with that bonfire, but you did. And that, that speaks a lot to your character. And that don't ever lose that. Don't ever lose that at all. I, I appreciate you. And I'm, I'm thankful that you've come on this journey with me. I've learned a lot too. I've grown. This old dog has learned a couple tricks, a couple new tricks. Pearl is like a bit stoic in all of this, which is unusual for her. Uh huh. And I think she's trying to, you know, be brave and, you know, uh, show her older side of 10. And she kind of gives like the classic Mary Gold Rider, like cowboy tip of the hat. You know, she doesn't have a hat anymore, but still. And she goes, Until next time, partner. Yes, Pearl. It has been a pleasure. You have given me a youthful jolt into my old heart, and I appreciate that. And I actually have a, a bit of a something for both of you. Uh, now, this here, this this ranching gig that I got here, it's going to net me quite a bit. So I got a little bit of a reward for you for helping me get all those poke- Pokemon back. And he uh, reaches into his satchel and uh, looks into his money purse and sees that the DM did not seem to squint an eye when when Adam sent over Ricky Jones' character sheet with 10 billion poke on it. Didn't say anything about that. 
All right, Jonah, what's what? Where's my reasonable reward here? What, so funny. Okay, well, I was so excited <laughs> I could barely contain it for a second there. $10 oh my billion. gosh, that's so funny. Uh, well, I think considering that the infamous bandit had thirty thousand and also other stuff. And we split that away, three ways. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be reasonable to say that you've got you know fifteen at your disposal. Ooh. Plus the ten that I got. Yeah, I think so. You're a grown man with adult yeah, money, right. so I yeah. think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be awfully generous with that right now. Just so you know. Uh, well, you know, here's a bit of a reward, and he hands he hands y'all uh, 10,000 poke for helping me get those Pokemon back. And, you know, we got that treasure chest in the back, and we did go split that three ways. But, you know what? I, I want you to take that, too. Take that other 10 that you gave me. Uh, are you sure? Ricky, no, oh, yeah. no, no. That's me. way too much. What about the beans? Yeah. Look, and she starts opening his cabinets. Look at this. These yeah, are I got, sparse. I got a year's worth of beans in there. What, we got like seven or eight cans? Yeah, we're, we're fine. Ricky, 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 Ricky. No, trust me. I am a grown adult. I, know. I am 10, I, and once I you have get, budget too. Well, at a certain <laughs> age, you get fiscal responsibility, and I am not betraying that by giving you this reward. <laughs> I want you to take that. All right, well. Also, uh. Pearl, I got I got one more thing for you. Okay. And he reaches in back, pulls out from the ether uh, a wrapped package with a sealed letter on top. I want you to have this, Pearl, but here's the thing. You can't open it now. You got to save it. When you're in a time of need, you're questioning yourself, and you find yourself in some trouble. Then, and only then, do you open this, okay? Okay, definitely. You got it. She smells it. But she does put it in her pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like rich mahogany, but also beans. And also beans. I was going to say, mahogany and beans. <laughs> and she just is like, ah, in her head, she goes, ah, Ricky Jones. <laughs> <laughs> mahogany beans. And with that, is there anything else that you want to do before you and Luca hit the dusty trail once more? Can she pull out uh, Dwayne? Uh, yeah, sure. Ricky's got a busted, beat up old PC. Why not? Okay. <laughs> so, you can, you, yeah, you can just grab Dwayne from the PC real quick. Sure. She releases, she goes, Dwayne. Onyx. That's right. Onyx. You hop up on the crystal Onyx. Ricky, this is a sight that you have not seen before. <laughs> well, how useful that could have been. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> What? <laughs> I have one more epilogue moment. Okay. <laughs> they begin to ride off into the sunset as Luca's like, bye, Ricky. But then Pearl just like pulls her on the reins. Well, I think they do get down the road two minutes. Uh-huh. And she starts crying. Aww. She goes, Luca, wait one second. And what? she slides down Dwayne. She runs back and she knocks on Ricky Jones's door and gives him the biggest hug. And she was like, I was trying to be cool, but I'm going to miss you so much, Ricky Jones. Oh, it's not easy girl. to be a cowgirl. Oh, my God. I'm going to miss you so much. And then and then Celie's just like blubbering. And she's like, and she was like, this was the best. And, you know, sometimes you just got to let it out. Absolutely. Okay. You see a little tear going down Ricky's cheek. And I, <laughs> hey, well, Pearl, I got one more thing for you, if you don't mind. Okay. I just was trying to be tough, you know, prove, prove that I could be turning 11 one day. From the ether behind him, he pulls the cowgirl hat that you wore this whole time. Yes. He puts it on your head. You keep that. That's for you. Thanks, Ricky. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it's been real good. Oh, man, it sure is dusty. Uh, range. Oh. 
Yeah, you've been cutting onions somewhere. Uh, yeah, add them to my beans. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I throw a little lux on dinner tonight, huh? Yep. Woo. Celebrate. Okay. See you later. And I think she really does take, like, so they, they like, wrote out three minutes. She turns around, and she has to take another, like, 15 minute just, you know, <laughs> just to recollect herself. Uh, okay, just I'm takes ready. a lap. I'm ready now. This feels better. I let it out. We'll be back. I, I promise. And we'll see you soon out there at a gym on the road. Well, I'm going to be out on the road, too, Pearl. And I look forward to meeting you and Luca and having ourselves another little battle. Uh, me, too. Absolutely. I mean, hey. <laughs> Bless you. Bean. That was a monogrammed hanky that I had, but you can just go ahead and keep that. Luca <laughs> 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 says maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll match up in the tournament down the road. Who knows? Yeah, wouldn't that be an excellent guest spot for me to show up at? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh no, it's not going to take that long for you to show up again. I'm just saying, you know, maybe when we get to that point. You know, then we'll see. No, look, I mean, man, we got to find Mooney before we do it. I mean, come on. Mooney. Black bars narrowing on his eyes. I've got some work to do. Nice. And now I'm ready. And with that, <laughs> for real this time, y'all ride off into the sunset on Dwayne the Crystal Onyx as Ricky Jones, Rosetta, McCoy, Baloney, and Bluetooth all wave as y'all ride off into the distance, dust trailing behind you. That's where we'll end this one. Nice. Yay! Dude, thank you so much for coming and playing with us on, on so many nights. Seriously. I can't believe so we many. did that in one session, one record. Yeah, it's true. what an um, epic one session. It's true. When I said so many nights, I really meant that, you know, that it was just we played for multiple days straight, and this right. is just yes. that streamlined. <laughs> is I, I've I've cut so much in post. Uh, y'all don't even know about you know the uh, the the Skarmory fight. You don't know about you know all the Mewtwo of the, that popped up. It was the crazy. Mewtwo that yeah. popped up. Uh, you know oh uh, the rematch with Mooney that happened. You know atop Heat Rash Ridge. Uh, you third found that old Charizard. One, the um, the third one. That happened. Yeah, you know all all of that. Uh, that I did cut in post because you know we did play for three days straight uh but don't worry about it yeah uh, but dude thank you so much for coming yeah, playing with us. absolutely Seriously, that was, was a blast, blast. I, thank you thank i love you. ricky jones so much oh I my do. gosh i really do i love that two fists and baloney fight so much i love all of it so much but that literally just happened so it's fresh on my brain but man yeah. <laughs> oof, oof. that was a tough fight because it was just like dude it was. I was hitting hard but it didn't matter thanks to raid yeah and you didn't have any normal attacks. Yeah, I, I knew before we even did anything, like, you know, 
hinted at it or anything. I was like, if we fight, he's going to use these three, and it's just going to be a matter of if he holds on to Rosetta or not for if Mikey's going to be able to thrive because with the, with the normal and fighting. But I was like, he's here, so we'll see. Here it is. Let's do it. Oh, man. Dude, so good, though. That oh, was awesome, guys. Man, I can't wait to see Ricky on the road again. I know. On the road again. I love that that's in, in the story now. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Me and Bologna eating beans from a can. Just can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. <laughs> who is Ricky Jones' singing partner? Uh, oh, yeah. Who, who does Ricky Jones like sing Steely? with? <laughs> Probably Bluetooth, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah I think Bluetooth. That ma- that would make sense. <laughs> it's hard to stay awake though once once Bluetooth yeah, gets right, going. Right? Yeah. This is a look inside Sarah and Jonah's real life. Ooh, yes. This is our real estate call. <laughs> yes. Jonah didn't want to talk on microphone. Because his voice changes. Yes. Because he gets all real estate Funny enough, it changes into the coconut voice, oddly enough. Uh, the real estate. It really wins them over. <laughs> they find it very charming and disarming. They so. can't say no to it. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're, uh, they're put off just for a moment. Yep. And they realize, unique buyer. Yeah, I think they have the upper hand. And then and then coconut shows up and, well, the, the script goes out the window, so to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very good. <laughs> yeah, is that that? Hold on, Jonas is even higher. Pikachu. That's Pikachu. yeah. Can I try? Here, let me. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've never <laughs> attempted this in my entire life. Okay, here so. we go. Drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> Pikachu. Pik- nope, it's not very good. I can't do it. Ooh, it's it's not as easy as he makes oh, it look. Yeah, he's you know it's oh boy. Mine just sounds like a girl. Po- Mine just found, sounds like feminine. I know that sounds weird, but it's just like the way it works. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jonas sounds like the cartoon. Yes, exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, mine like just it's like just like I am a Pokemon. Yes, yes, exactly. Mine's just yeah. like what's that guy doing? It's not even good. <laughs> Mine, mine gives you reminiscence of the chipettes. The chipettes, From, nice. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Mine's like. I was a big fan. Mine's like an, a generic Pokemon anime, where it's, <laughs> it's like a bad <laughs> dub over. The Kroger brand. Yeah. You know, like. Hey, I'm I'm Pikachu. Pikachu. Yep. It's like those terrible minis he buys. Yes. Like, there we go. Slightly off. I have yeah, given voice you. to the Me terrible Mine menu. has like a pink is. bow, yes. you know? It's like just questioning what's going on. <laughs> are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicongo is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups, Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit PodiconGo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows, complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Thank
Postcards from Paul and Crush Company Jr.